0: Just tweets, tweetering the tweets, telling everybody that we're up, we're alive.
1: Hi. Yeah. Hello. That's. Hi. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome. My cabbage
0: is always fun. <laughs> oh, lots of great people in the chat room Eat today. a lot of
1: jello.
0: Hackers, remember that movie, Hackers?
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> I own it on DVD. <laughs>
0: What's <is> that? Hom <laughs> nom, nom.
2: You know how to bite a dick, Eugene? I mean that with the uh, utmost of respect. Welcome to Stage Two.
3: You're listening to the Survival Podcast for Zombie Nerds Everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast.
2: We are broadcasting to you alive from the Temporary Fortified Bunker, known as the ZAMP Command Center, here for, from wonderful Vermont. My name is Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my fellow survivors, underground and secure location to the south, <laughs> I did it right, Lou Page, how are you?
1: I am okay, and goddammit, it, it took him long enough to get to stage two yeah i
2: know right it's the longest stage one to stage two process i've ever seen <laughs> other than you know the the one over north of the wall you know our our third our third host here ryan murphy yeah
0: you're I'm
2: still a, on stage one yeah
0: i'm a slow uh i'm a slow stage progressor. Er, i just er, i try you know i like to enjoy the view and stage one's got some amazing views yeah, you, you still think that every
1: time they kill somebody, that they should have left them alive? So, well, yeah. I
0: just I just appreciate being carried by strong army people.
1: You know, guys
3: like I... Abraham,
0: I would love him to. <coughs> That's another story. But like my fan fiction, my Abraham fan fiction has him <laughs> carrying me.
1: <laughs> Tell us all about your Abraham fan fiction. I just those handlebars,
0: man. They just go for
2: Don't miles.
1: Stop! <laughs> okay. oh, wait, stop. Don't stop.
0: Listen, guys, I
2: want to talk to you about something serious.
0: Okay. Right.
2: All right. right. I used to be a survivor until I took a, an arrow to. Um, I'm just kidding. That was a bad Walking Dead joke. Um, I th- we, I,
0: you're jumping to the end. What are you doing?
2: We're um. So we have some stuff to talk about. We we of course have some news, but and, and an episode of Walking Dead to discuss. But I also have some questions for the hostesses with the mostesses here, and I think we should get a little critical of the Walking Dead. So um. That's a loose ghost mic. I just heard it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I'm a haunted microphone.
2: All right, before we get too sidetracked, let's go ahead and jump off. Jump off. News. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly.
1: How would you like to be a zombie? Oh. Uh, I'm already the zombie lord, so I don't think I can be a zombie. You're pretty busy, too. Um, So,
2: (laughs) South by Southwest, Deadhead, it's a VR experience that turns you into a
1: zombie. What do you think? I think it's an interesting idea. I Uh, I, I mean, I'm all for these interactive experiences, especially something where it's zombie-related. So I'm down with that. I just don't like VR that much. Yeah, we're not on a spot for VR yet, but I
2: like how there's zombies already on it.
1: <laughs> yep, of course there are. The the popularity of The Walking Dead, people. Are, I'm sure that when VR headsets finally do launch, there'll be at least a dozen zombie-related things available.
0: Um. Yeah, okay. Th- I'm not going to take credit for this point. Um, I'm going to give credit to uh, Jocelyn, my co-host on The Gamer's Inn. Um, mm. But... When are we going to stop getting VR experiences and getting VR games? When is there going to be a zombie VR game? Have we had that yet, or is it literally just these like little experiments that they're doing?
2: What do you think would be more fun, a game or an actual experience? Well, I think both can exist. You can't pick both, Ryan.
1: I Shut up. I will. I think both work. I think, I think a legitimate VR game is at least two years away. Hmm. you i'm okay with vr experiences so am Um, i
0: i'm just saying i'm just putting forward that point of
1: i I think vr is still too new of a product i think people still have not understand what they can do with it and what doesn't make people motion sick so i would say a game in zombies zombie related is at least a year or two away
0: yeah I, I I can I can see that and and you know until I,
1: then it's going to be re- experiences
0: like this and, and I'm fine with VR experiences I just wanted to throw it out there and and you know this type of experience quote unquote like what would it be a what do we think a zombie game would be in VR well it would probably be like a survival horror you
1: know so. It's gonna be a shooting game where you shoot zombies. That's exactly what it's gonna be. The first one that comes out, that's exactly what it's gonna be. But this is not that and it's and that's no.
0: why it's an experience. So that's Yep. It's it's exciting to see people experimenting with it and and I think once we you're right, in a couple of years, once we get past the phase of let's make an experience inside this universe. So let's get the zombie apocalypse VR experience. Let's get the shopping mall VR experience, you know, and then once they work their way through all the popular items then we'll eventually get games, is what you're
2: saying. Oh my god, I just thought of something. What? Oh man, can you imagine? Say, let's just say that you know television goes the way of VR, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. instead of just like a, a zombie experience, all of a sudden AMC releases a Walking Dead zombie experience where you're next to Rick Grimes and he does some extra kind of thing besides the episode where he, you know you and him have to uh, make it through a place to get somewhere. And you're like – you're you know talking with Rick Grimes and working with – oh, dude. Can you imagine being in The Walking Dead? That'd be really cool
0: unless Wouldn't I'm it? being attacked by somebody.
2: Yeah, Rick Grimes. You know, quickie, you know how quick he turns on people.
0: Is he going to bite my neck flesh off? Is that what's happening? Uh,
2: well, better than Eugene getting a hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a good point. Let's,
2: let's move it along to, uh, to uh, the, the most interesting news topic. Uh, sci-fi premieres Boy Band Zombies Western Mashup Original Movie Dead Seven. Hmm. That was a mouthful. So it's not a boy band movie. No. It's a but, movie. But that's
1: what sci-fi keeps advertising it as. It's
2: a movie with famous boy band it's singers got, in it's it. It's got
1: members from famous boy bands, but the
0: members are the D-list. Like, Don't
2: even act like you weren't just singing it off the air, Ryan. Yeah. Like, it's are the got uh, brothers Backstreet brothers in this? Boys. In sync, ninety-eight degrees in O-town. So they're basically um, the main characters. I, and Lou, you were saying someone wrote it. One of them wrote it.
1: One of them wrote it. It's from from this article. It's what I I, I gathered. Um, so, <laughs> um, I just realized the guy
2: of Rico Suave fame is in it. <laughs> I didn't see that <laughs> before. I want to see now. Um, so yeah, no. So this movie is basically a western. Uh, starring these guys, and they're fighting the undead. It's made by the makers of Sharknado.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, screams quality.
2: So you, yeah, you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's basically, it says, uh, the reluctant hero who un- unites the town's outlaws in a showdown against the zombie menace. Sounds interesting. It sounds boring. It
1: sounds like a, 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 a extra episode from Dead Nation. So, you
2: and I and Ryan just watched the trailer, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> <You> don't.
0: <laughs> we, we had to specific, and I'm not even going to put in the show notes. We had to specifically f- seek it out because this article didn't have it in there. It was just sort of a, a press release. But you you know sure it's not
2: an April Fool's
0: prank? I,
2: man.
1: Okay. All right. Supposedly, from what I've heard, is it's not an April Fool's joke – because apparently a bunch of them have been talking about it and their fans have been following the progress of this on, like, blogs and Twitter. What? And All so right. it's not... I, I read another article earlier today and it was, like, people being like, it's an April Fool's joke, and it was like, no, no, no. It really isn't. This is a real thing.
2: I'm gonna, I'll watch it. Don't get me wrong. i want to watch it just I so, so I can go, action. oh, my
1: God, this is awful. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, better than, it's better than watching Z Nation.
0: Take that, yeah. listeners. <laughs> well, you know what it looks like. It looks like that Wesley Snipes movie we watched. What was that? It was the oh Gunslinger God. or something. The the I think that's oh. a Stephen King novel. Um,
2: I can't
1: I can't remember what that piece of garbage was. The oh. tax
0: evasion zombie outbreak. That movie was terrible. We watched. That was our. I think that killed the audio. The commentary. gallows. The Gallows. Gallows, yeah, Gallow Ga- Walker, uh, yeah,
2: Walker. I don't think we ever yeah, want to yeah. do commentary again, not, although
0: not of good, not of bad I'll, movies. I'll do it to this movie. <laughs> you, you think this is? You think this is our beta this, episode? Let's try. Let's, let's try bringing it back.
1: Oh, okay. oh, come on. I tell you right now, it's going to be on Netflix in the next. Like, it comes out in April. By May, it'll be on Netflix. All right.
2: As soon as it goes on, we're going to do it. You heard it here first. I just decided for us. Oh, fine. Dead Seven, starring all your favorite um, boy bands and zombies. We got this.
0: That'll okay. Can we can we just do a palate cleanser here and talk about something? This isn't in. The, I forgot to put this in the notes, but Walking Dead season three from Telltale. They've confirmed that it's coming twenty sixteen. At least one episode. Did you guys see that? I think I put it in the Slack, but Yeah I... we talked about it. Yep. We did? Well on Slack. Oh, well okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't help people listening to the show. Uh but
1: no. do you are you excited about that? Can I be honest? No. You can be completely no. and
0: brutally honest.
1: I'm not excited. Not until I see something. Yeah. Because my experiences with Telltale is I really liked season one of The Walking Dead. And I really liked the first half of Walking Dead season two. I did not like the second half. It was like the entire group just kept as a group making bad decisions mm-hmm. and disliking each other. and it didn't feel didn't feel realistic. When you've got the little girl that you're playing making the smartest decisions of the entire group, there's something wrong.
0: Did yeah. you even beat it, Bob? I can't remember. Because yeah. we didn't even really talk about it on the show. With the first season, we went in-depth every episode. Uh, but I don't think yeah. with the
1: we second... did, a, we did. We did a spoiler thing for the second one. We yeah, did. but
0: it was like... It was... It was way past that game's due. Like, it, it, you, I remember season one of Walking Dead, it was like every episode that came out, it was feverish. People had to eat it up. And then with season two, it kind of like, it just meandered, you know?
1: And was uh, going say, I played them as soon as they came out, each I, uh, episode. I and up until, I think, episode four, I was excited. But going into the th- fourth episode, I was kind of, oh, okay. And if this Michonne thing is any se- uh, any direction of what they're going to do with season three of the Walking Dead, I'm not interested. Yeah, this they, Michonne thing is a, it's a piece of crap.
0: Well, the first episode is. I'm I'm wondering if if episode two, you know, com- uh, improves itself. I don't know when episode two comes out. I think it's early April, right?
1: Uh. Y- Yes. Anyways,
0: uh, uh, sorry to uh, derail it, but I just thought that was an interesting point. But you're right. With Telltale Games, um, the way they sort of work and iterate and release, uh, we won't get any like concrete. We won't even get a trailer probably till a few months out. So we're we're a ways away from that.
2: Well, it sounds like April is going to be a busy month because we'll have Dead 7, Walking Dead and Michonne. And on April 5th, we're going to have Pandemic. Ooh it's hardcore henry is it hardcore henry for zombies what
1: Uh, who's hardcore henry it's a first person action uh, adventure movie where everything is done from pov perspective did it come out where have you been it it's i think it just came out or it's coming out in the next few weeks
2: Hmm. yeah you should probably look that up it looks pretty insane I don't think it's going to get a lot of people sick. I don't think people are ready for first-person movies. <laughs> no, I don't
1: think so at all. Uh, I don't think people are ready for parkour f- uh, point of view.
2: Yeah. I'm So something like this. So we watched a clip on Pandemic, and this looks okay for the most part because it's it's first-person view, but it's also – it's kind of a little more steady. Every clip you see a Hardcore Henry, he's jumping, he's flipping, he's rolling around, he's shooting guns, and you're even I, – I don't get motion sickness, but I'm going, ah, you know, I not watch the trailers for that, but
1: what do you think of Pandemic? Is it going to be anything worth watching? I think it's worth watching, and what I think is really interesting about this Mm. film is something that they have not really explained. They've told us that this entire movie takes place from the point of view of the main character, but if you watch this clip that they just put out, it cuts away so that you can see her responding to people. Yeah. So it's not just you see people talking to her from her perspective but you actually will see the actress talking to them
2: yeah and I think it'll kind of break up the continuity of yeah, the first think,
1: person exactly I think that I think that that's the right choice with this film and I think I'm, I'm very curious to see how this works but this one and a half minute clip is really neat it kind of give you the rundown yeah and it's It's gonna be serious but not super serious.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch too, just something completely different as far as zombie content goes, you know. I like I like the idea of first person and I hope they do it well enough to where, you know, like I already know like you know, my wife won't be able to watch this because she can't (laughs) she can't handle motion at all. She gets sick, but you know, it's gonna be on iTunes for whatever amount of money, like fifteen, ten, twenty bucks. I'll I'll probably pick it up and give it a watch.
0: You'd probably be able to rent it like right alongside that right
2: i hope so yeah. if it's on vod and itunes on april 5th so maybe That's you can brilliant. rent it
0: we should watch that one for a commentary instead
2: what if one of us gets sick ryan
0: well then all the better if it's recorded yeah all right fine
2: so april 5th we're gonna watch pandemic where i will
0: <laughs> and I, we'll do it for the show too i will watch it all right uh, all right it, it, we'll figure out how we're gonna get a hold of it the return of ryan goes to the
1: movies this time <laughs> with everybody
2: this time with everyone? I don't even know if I have that clip anymore, because we never knew that.
1: I think that the last time we did it, it was everybody, too.
2: Oh. Everybody goes to the movies! Alright, let's get serious again, guys.
3: I don't want to get serious.
2: Okay, let's have some fun while we discuss some serious Walking Dead.
3: I wish it didn't have to end. Not this way. It was never my intention to hurt you. But it's how it has to be. We have so much here, people, food, medicine, walls, everything we need to live. But what we have, other people want too, and that won't ever change. If we survive this threat and it's not over, another one will be back to take its place, to take what we have. I love you all here, I do. And I'd have to kill for you, and I can't, I won't. Rick sent me away and I wasn't ever gonna come back, but everything happened and I wound up staying. I can't anymore. I can't love anyone because I can't kill for anyone. So I'm going like I always should have. Don't come after me, please.
2: Hey. yeah so I just wanted to play that to kind of show you know as a lot of stuff happened this episode but we can't kind of forget what really happened with Carol um, and how much she's changed and progressed through this show
1: mm-hmm. yep I, I do have a <coughs> a gripe about that um, I think she's changed too fast
2: yeah it's almost like a flip flop right yeah
1: yeah, if you think about it, what was it? Mid season, it was the 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 wolves inside the, the walls and she was like kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. Kill him. We need to kill him. And since then they've we've fought other people and we've killed a bunch of zombies and at no point has she been second guessing herself at all that she's been making the right choices. Yeah. It's been like, no, I've done what we have to do. And it's like, magically, she played the coward in that episode a couple weeks ago, the, two weeks back. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, she can't kill anymore. And it just, it, it doesn't seem like there was a slow buildup. It seems like they just, we need to change her character quick. What can we do? Let's make her afraid to kill people. Well, the question is, why do they need to change her
2: character quick? Right? Like, so, <clears throat> you know, in the beginning of, this, uh, of the show... Carol was very innocent, very, very much afraid of everything. Yeah. Then she kind of turns into this badass Carol. And then Rick kicks her to the curb and she comes back, a very caring and forgiving Carol. And then again, she turns back into her roots of we have to kill and do this. And now all of a sudden, again, she's, you know, she's looking at Maggie and the baby and, you know, just a lot of stuff going through her head. Very, very depressed, I think. Um, and it's it's weird to watch her character progress and then regress back and forth and back and forth. So that's where I kind of want to talk a little bit. And Lou, you kind of you're kind of with me on this where it, they're doing it a
1: little bit too much, you know. Well, like I get that the fact they want to make her change, it makes sense. Her character's been very dark. but I feel like the arc should be the rest of this season that changes her, hmm. not change her mid plot point.
2: Well, let's well no. Let's talk about that too because I I told you the show got dark, right? I mean, a couple episodes ago, they they did some of the worst stuff they've done, um, yeah. Killing people in their sleep, and Carol's been killing a lot of people lately, and she's been keeping it in her notebook, and maybe maybe it has been time. Maybe it's just all built up.
0: Well, I I need to remind you guys. Well, probably don't need to remind you, but last episode was was a dark episode for Carol. And yep. when we discussed the episode, Lou, and, and Bobby weren't around, so it'd, it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on last week's episode. But um, one thing that we, we left that, that podcast uh, with was that Carol had looked into the eyes of the Beast and what stared back was her future self if she didn't change her ways. And she probably, looking back, what I gathered from that sort of um, well-written letter to this man she's known for, for a couple months... Uh, was that she realized that she was safest when she was on her own and almost selfishly like almost like she's being selfish here but for a different reason now not because she wants to survive but because she doesn't want to become evil Er, and she feels like if she's on her own she has a higher possibility of not only staying alive but remaining neutral as opposed to siding with a group who has food, who has ammunition, that is always going to attract vermin. And yeah. uh, we are approaching very fast here. Some some strong vermin coming through the gates. I, so, I mean,
2: yeah. So I'll just tell you quickly. my my take on the last episode was very good episode overall. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're in a direction where it's tough to really rationalize kind of the bad guys and the good guys. And I I pulled that clip for you with the whole, we're not the bad guys here thing. Um, Or you're not the good guys rather. It it just kind of shows you, yeah, like Rick's group is going to kill people to get what they need to, to survive further. But how is that any different than what Negan does? And sure, you're going to learn pretty soon that maybe it is different with Negan. Um, or any other villain they kind of come across, but it it's kind of borderline putting the show in a weird direction where you don't know whether or not the people you've been watching for the past six years have any morality left to them, you
3: mm-hmm.
1: know uh, uh, th- that 's what they're doing and but I feel like it's a boring plot point, yeah, like because they wouldn't take us this far to show us that the heroes have become the villains. You know what I mean? I don't say,
2: I don't think they're trying to make them become villains. I think that what what's going to happen is they're going to lose all sense of, like I said, morality until something bad happens to them, and then it's going to kind of come back around full circle. And I think we all at this point know <laughs> what bad is going to happen. But right, yeah. let's talk about um, the episode in, entirely. Um, Eugene and Abraham get together, and they go on a little walk, and then uh, Doctor Lady Daryl. And Rosita go on a walk.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, and it and I wanna say, as soon as the doctor lady said she wanted to go on a trip, I went, She's gonna die. She's dead. <laughs> that's because you're right she's, for AMC, remember? Yeah. She's dead. I, I mean, as that's soon a, as weird. she said it, as soon as she said it, I went she said they're they're they they're emphasizing she can't defend herself. They're letting her try to defend herself. And she's <laughs> gonna die. Well this so, is the thing, this episode
0: yep. was a clear example of 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 showing that you can be a survivor in a group of people and not have to be that pers- that cold-hearted Terminator that goes out and shoves knives in people's skulls. Like You can be the doctor. It's okay to just be the doctor. I mean, maybe take some lessons on the side to be able to defend your home when it's invaded or attacked, but you don't need to act. She's the only doctor in Alexandria, and nobody bats an eyelash about her going out. Does that yeah, not cause any um, issues? That,
1: that, that was kind of that was kind of my thought too. Is well, they, if she's the doctor, they why can't they just go to the pharmacy and steal all well, the they, meds? They
0: tried a little bit. They, they do said steal that she was all the ready. meds. That's the crazy part. Is she uses? Yeah. Oh, I got to
1: go to pick out the
0: select ones. It's like, man, nah, we're just gonna grab everything. And there's multiple occasions in this episode where Denise puts herself in danger to try and prove herself. To Daryl and Rosita. And all Daryl and Rosita need to do is like, look, chill. It's okay. You don't need to do it. And then by the time they do that, she's already so far gone and stressed out that she feels the need to go on a long soliloquy about how she needs to prove herself because that's surviving. <sighs> that didn't work out well. No, well, it did the um, She finished her sentence, too,
1: though. <laughs> was, yep. Go ahead. No,
0: that was it. I just <laughs> had that one joke.
1: <laughs> and, okay, so let's first say... So they get to the pharmacy and they look around and she looks inside a spare room with his dead people and she sees that at some point someone killed a baby to keep the room quiet.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: And, and it, it. it's grim. It's harsh. It's but
2: beyond grim, Lou. <laughs> it's,
1: it, it, well, it is. Yeah. But, I, yeah. But, but, you know, they've survived for years at this point. And, yes, they've been behind the walls of Alexandria and that's great. But you're telling me that she hasn't seen anybody die she hasn't seen anyone make any harsh decisions whatsoever she
0: has but i don't maybe not up close like that i mean that's pretty traumatic like
1: it is but still it's like
0: a baby dying like you don't see that every day especially if you've survived that long like you know think about think about your everyday interactions and where you are and how often do you see uh, like a, a small child
1: exactly but still you see that and i I mean, personally, I would be upset when I see it, but I'd be like, okay, upset, but it makes sense, and this happened years ago. This is not something that happened last week.
0: Yeah, but it's still the thought, probably. It just doesn't phase her long. I mean, maybe right, 15 minutes, but I, I mean, I I could see if it had just happened, then yeah, she'd be out for longer, but 15 minutes is still pretty understandable for where she's at. Yeah. Like, but I still, there's a lot of... I was doing a lot of, which I don't like to do, I was doing a lot of talking to the TV in this episode, and (laughs) just a lot of, like, why are they letting her be so dumb? Like, don't do that. Like, I I, I can totally get behind, you know, I can forgive the whole, like, let the doctor come with us, because Daryl and Rosita are very capable, but they don't show that they're capable in this episode by not being good babysitters, you know? Like, when you agree right. to bring somebody... And this has been an episode, a, a theme of, you know, like, ooh, Rick's group. They're high and mighty. Like, they are the ultimate survivors. And and this episode proves both that they are very formidable, but um, they're not invincible. And you know what, though?
2: <clears throat> the thing is, is, so when she was in town saying she wanted to go, they mm-hmm. first said, no, you're not ready to go. And then every time they went to go do something... She was like, oh, no, we're going to do it this way. And on the way to get to the apothecary, they kept saying, no, we're going to go this way. No, we're going to do this. So I think they were being good babysitters. But at the same point, when someone is nagging you over and over again, at some point, it's like Abraham with Eugene. They did the exact same thing with those two, where Eugene unfortunately got the only walker in the world with metal on his
0: head. (laughs) Yeah, that was really (laughs)
2: interesting.
1: Yeah, that was, that was my other thing, too, is Eugene, had he not had a guy with melted metal on his head, he would have totally taken that out. Yeah. And my whole gripe was, is so after, uh, uh, after it gets taken out, I, I didn't understand why his response wasn't when, uh, what's his name, is making fun of him? Abraham. Abraham, thank you. Is making fun of him and being like, oh, you can't survive. Say, dude. He had metal on his head. Like, that was what I wanted him to say, is I wasn't thinking. I didn't realize that was metal. It looked like clothing at first. Uh, How am I supposed to take out a zombie when it's got a metal head? Well,
2: I think it's one thing. I think his only response is, you don't spit game, you are game. But um, (laughs) it's it's one of those things where it's a pride thing, right? Like, he's going on and on to Abraham, how he's changed, and he's Eugene 2.0, basically, and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff, and Abraham's like, have at it, you know, and then sit there and watches him struggle. For you know what felt like an eternity, I was like, "Oh God, this is going on for too long." Until he finally does it, you know. It's I think at that point Eugene is just friggin' weird, anyway.
0: Well, this this, this, I want to get your sense before we we go forward because um, listening to this discussion, people might have a hard time determining whether we actually like this episode. And personally, I thought this was another fantastic episode because this was a
1: great episode,
0: yeah, because it shows the weaknesses of Rick's group and then they are too vain. They are, they just came off what could be seen as a victory on, on many accounts in the last two episodes and they're riding high, you know? Uh,
2: they think they, they think they killed Negan. Remember
0: they, yep. They think they killed Negan. They started this half of the season with blowing up like one of their road crews. They started last, they ended last week with burning uh, one of their road crews alive. Like this is a clear example of a group that, that is very high on themselves and thinking like they are invincible. And that's why I'm not surprised that they had two separate groups go out that were vulnerable. And Abraham, we know is a loose cannon he's having some weird personal issues right now. And him and Eugene have history. So, so let me tell you something.
2: So for the next minute or so, there's going to be some, some comic spoilers, not major spoilers, but, what?
0: <laughs> I said Zom. I, I don't know why. I
2: oh, just... oh. Um, uh, what the show really did that episode for the comic readers was set it up to say, Abraham's going to die, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, they basically laid it all out for us almost verbatim on what happens in the comic books before Abraham lo- loses his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they pulled the old bait and switch. Again. Um yeah, and that we're, we're going to get into that a little later when we're done with the episode. But for me, the episode was good because you're right. It shows the vulnerability. It shows that the group is still losing, even though they think they're winning. And uh, it's going to bring a little more sense to them, hopefully. But, um, and especially with Carol leaving. But, um, it, it was a good episode. There hasn't been a bad episode this season. Um, it's just they're doing a lot of stuff to the comic readers, I think, too, which is what I want to talk about later. Mm-hmm. But, um, I also want to talk about how – so Denise dies with an arrow through the, through the eyeball, finishes her sentence, and then drops down. Um, then we meet straight Dwight. Out the, straight out of the comics, yep. yeah. Straight so, out of the comics, so we, just
0: a different character.
2: So we meet Dwight again. Only half of his face is gone.
0: Yeah, uh, which we uh, – I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but we might we have – yeah, it was like basically that the saviors when when you when Negan basically brings you back into the fold and forgives you, he he leaves his mark, quote unquote.
2: Yeah, burns yeah. half your face off. Right. Um,
1: and 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 the the Dwight we meet is very different from the Dwight we met earlier cuz the one we met earlier was like terrified out of his mind and trying to get him and the girl out of town. Da, 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 da. And the one we got here was confrontational and a badass.
2: Yeah, very much. Um,
1: he was very polar opposite of what. Yeah, he was you could tell.
2: Time. You could tell that he went through some 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 serious crap there. Yeah, and um, he he uses Daryl's own crossbow to kill Denise, and then later tell Daryl he was not aiming for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which pretty good
0: shot for not aiming.
2: Yeah, and then Daryl, you know. Basically said, I should have killed you. And he was talking to Carol about it before he even left. Or was that afterwards? It was afterwards, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Where he was like, yeah, yeah I should have killed him. And um, basically, Dwight's like, yeah, you should have. And I was like, what? Back then, you were a completely different person. Yeah, like he apologized he, he, for stealing his bike.
1: Like, yeah, he should have killed him. And I think and, anyone and I,
2: could and see I, that. But And
1: I get that we would meet him and he would be a villain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it feels like they're intentionally just they are pumping him up a little bit too much. So
2: that's going to lead to some speculation because all of a sudden there's a, a big fight and Eugene bites Dwight's pants.
0: <laughs> well, he gets a hold of something because he's screaming yeah. like a son of a gun.
2: Yeah, he basically he bites Dwight in the dick. <laughs> um, he
0: gets a good, fleshy bite.
2: And Abraham compliments him on it later. Um so a big firefight ensues and, you know, the, some of the sabers get out. They have to fall
1: back because Abraham's around the other side. Um, so th- this leads me to one thing I want to say about the show in general. And it they always end up in uneven odds where our heroes are, like, outnumbered, literally like 10 to 1. And they always manage to get out of their scenario for the most part without many casualties that's
2: tv I it,
1: it, it, it is but it also it, it goes to show how dumb the people attacking usually are. yeah well you know well, and i th-
0: sometimes i'm th- so surprise right like there was there was a clear there was a clear surprise attack there where they had misdirection involved and whatnot so
2: yeah so i mean at this point so abraham comes around the side they end up killing some of the saviors and the rest fall back and they, they look at Denise, who is dead on the ground with an arrow through the eyeball. Mm. Um, and, you know, it kind of skips to the epi- the end of the episode. Very very much a story-driven, like Ryan said, there's some vulnerabilities here. They're not perfect. Even though they're winning victories against this Negan and trying to build her something better, you could tell they're all kind of, I think, losing it maybe. I think there's been too much death among the deaf For Mm -hmm. all the characters, and I think it's all catching up to them. But, uh, so, here's the thing. So, Dwight is a savior. And let's talk about some predictions for the next couple episodes, because we only have two left for this season, right? Um, I think at this point, I don't think we have to say spoilers, because everyone knows that Negan supposedly kills someone at the end of this season.
0: Which yeah. is yeah, it's like if it doesn't happen, then the comic book re- you know writer or readers are gonna
1: riot
0: cause,
2: well, not although, as so. as because well necessarily as long as it as long as it happens I don't think
1: okay. I don't think anybody's gonna riot if he doesn't kill somebody, but I think the story arc they're going to tell only makes sense if he kills somebody. Yeah, and it
2: might not be this season. I think I said that once. He might it might just we might just get introduced to him in season finale, and then the the big death comes next season but more likely than not we'll probably see it in a couple of weeks but um as far as story goes the only person so everyone that has come in contact with the saviors that would know that it was rick's group that killed them has died right so you had first you had the group that daryl killed uh, on the road they all died, minus that weird car theory. I don't know if you guys ever well, heard of that.
0: They established in an episode that that was uh, Michelle from last week's episode, actually, where she said, "I saw, I saw my, or I, no, maybe she didn't see them go up in flames, but she saw the wreckage."
1: Is that it? And that's why Negan had to cut off her finger. Yeah, they made a, they made no. She she left to go find her boyfriend, who was part of the people that got blown up. Oh, Nobody okay. made it back to Negan, so they 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 made sure they covered their covered. That. Okay, so
2: no one made it back to Negan, and then they get kidnapped or they they kill a bunch of people in this place. Um, the only one that survives says he's Negan, and they shoot him in the head. Um,
1: well, it, the thing is, is that's not the only one that said he's Negan. The, there were three other characters that said they were Negan throughout that episode.
0: Right, I don't remember that.
1: Really? Oh, well, it was jokingly. Yeah, he was
0: the the
2: women no, said the, it. And... The, the,
1: the, the women, oh, the we're women. all
2: Negan. Yeah, I remember uh, that now.
1: Yeah, and then when that guy said he's Negan, I just thought, well, are they all going to communicate that, hey, everyone was telling me that they were Negan.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: surprised. Um, but then
1: again, these characters do not communicate. So No.
2: So everyone that at that first instant uh, died. So then you go to this last couple episodes. Everyone that they come in contact with eventually dies, even the group that comes to rescue the other group. Yeah. Uh, they all die in a fiery death. Um, so the only person who's still alive that knows any of the characters in Rick's group is Dwight. And the only one he actually really knows is Daryl.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: are they leading us down the road to think that Daryl dies at the end of this season?
1: Yes.
0: You think they're finally going to pull the trigger? They're no, finally I'm, just, gonna get rid of I'm just
2: wondering if you think they're leading us this way. Like, so I don't know if you guys saw, but scenes for the next week, Daryl goes crazy and gets on his bike and just leaves Alexandria, oh. and they're all like, "Daryl, you're gonna get killed." I don't know exactly what's going on, but he just g- gets on the bike and jumps. Because of Carol, probably leaving. Most her. likely, Carol. Yeah, hmm. uh, he's probably going to look for her. <clears throat> but um, it it almost seems like okay. So does Daryl get kidnapped the next episode? And does all like
1: Did we not see scene uh, footage when this se- season was in development of Daryl tied up? I uh, feel like we did like he yeah. Like that gets, was, he that
0: got was tied up. Yeah,
2: he got twi- tied up by Dwight. Dwight up. He got Twight 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 up, up by Dwight. Hey, see. He got tied up by Dwight on the Twee. Yeah. Um, you don't remember that when uh Dwight caught him, he kind of had him all tied up.
1: Yeah, and I think that that was what they were misleading. But I think we're going to see him get caught again.
2: Yeah. Um, he's a so, terrible tracker. Yeah, he's <laughs> he could track you, but he gets caught. Yeah. Um, he he's does a- have he has uh. No. So we getting some
1: swagger with the ladies.
2: But um so it almost seems like the show's leading us all down this this hole of who's temp- gonna die. The, it looks like they're pointing signs towards Daryl. And at this point, you just don't friggin' know. And I mm. think this is probably the best part of the show right now. And I think the the writers are loving this because they know that 95% of the people watching this show know what happens with Negan's introduction.
0: Yeah, they've either Googled it or they've read the comics.
2: Or their best friends have been like, go, wait till you <laughs> read issue 100. Or if it's, um, it's
0: been spoiled years in advance.
3: Yeah,
2: so it's, to me, I feel like the writers are just eating this up and going, how many different, um, you know, how many different trails can we put these people on and really just, just just screw with them? And I honestly tell you that I think they're pulling all these bait and switches because they don't want us to expect the expected. I'll put yeah, it that I, way. I would agree with you on that. I, I think what should come is going to come. And I think they're trying to make us think that it would never come.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about it, the character that we've been hinting about and not mentioning his name has not been in several episodes, really. Also filming a new movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So,
2: I, I think it could come, and I think it will come. And this is the point I want to bring up to you guys. And I know, Ryan, you and I were talking on Slack when I accidentally spoiled it for Lou, but you were quick to the delete. Yeah. Um, at some point, <clears throat> these character deaths, whether it's comic book or TV show, mean something on a lot of the deaths. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it really progresses the story and the characters in a way that I want to see the show go. So, I'm actually getting a little upset that the show keeps pulling the bait and switch. Now I understand completely different entities, right? Mm -hmm. But I love the walking dead. And I think from season one, when it first started, I was excited. And then when I read into issue 100 and this whole all out war story arc, I think this is the moment I've been most looking forward to as watching the show. And I think if they don't do, if they don't start doing what they should do, it's almost a disservice to the story i
1: I would agree i would agree with you
0: yeah and and having not read the comics but watched the show for the last six years whenever a character is supposed to die they're not far off from meeting that fate you know like let's just throw it out there for uh well i don't know the character that was supposed to die in denise's place i'm sure is gonna punch his card soon enough you know (laughs) i just think that that uh and and we learned this pretty early on when Walking Dead was airing and Robert Kirkman did an interview where he basically said, "Look, the reason I'm doing the show is to tell this, this you know, the same story in the same universe but a different way. but a different way." Exactly. Yeah. And he didn't like the way Shane died in episode in issue 1. That felt very rushed. There's more stories to tell with Shane. Did yeah. Shane stay around way too long and was that an experiment that kind of backfired? Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. <laughs> it's the best example of them keeping a character around way too long, but he did still meet a similar fate, you know, in in, in a Absolutely way that was good. meaningful for the story. So when you look at the character that, that was in place of Denise in the comics, um, it's just, you know what's going to happen sooner but, rather than later, and I don't think they're done with that character yet. Like, they're still telling a story there, and... I, do I think he's 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 due up for a heroic moment and then a, a fall? Like probably he might be but here's the thing. on the chopping block. <laughs> here's the thing. You're going to do that. Okay.
2: Don't fuck with me. <laughs> like don't – I'm sorry to, you know, to get mad. I don't mad, understand like, how people are, are screwing with you, Bob. <laughs> don't lead me to events that almost word for word out of the comic book happen and then switch it around at the last second so I go, God damn damn it (laughs) you know
0: yeah but you're Uh, you're expecting something to happen thinking that this is a straight adaptation right and i think that's the beauty of this show is that it's it's uh it's doing the same story but telling it in a different way and i think think
1: sometimes it's a little too on the nose you
0: think it's like ah look at you thought it was under this cup but it was really under the
2: other yeah and
1: that's yeah
2: so and that's the thing like yeah that's exactly what I, i was trying to say is i'm i'm okay when you when you switch something around or you do something, for the most part, you know, when Herschel takes Tyrese's death, I'm okay with that. You know, I I get it. You know, there, it's always going to be different. And, you know, different, you, you cut Herschel's leg off. There's not, there's only so long he can go on the show um, hobbling around, but it's okay. But some of these scenes where you're like, this is, you're stripping it out of the comic book, you're intentionally going, this is going to mess with Bob pretty bad, <laughs> you know? And uh, getting me psyched for it. And I get what you're doing. You're trying to switch it up and make me, you know, really start get, feeling the impact. But I swear to you, I am going to be very upset <laughs> at this point if what is supposed to happen does not happen. Now, I don't necessarily like. I look at it and I go, I when I read it in the comic books, I said, no, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was I was distraught. I was heartbroken. I, I did not want to see it. But it led to such a good development of story and character development and all sorts of just everything. And I was just like, Okay, you know, like I see now why he did that. So you, you know, think and-
0: that death in the comics was just like it could not have been done better. That was the one death that you're 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 slamming the table and saying, Kirkman, this is the perfect death that you wrote. You can't change it because there's no one interchangeable. But I think when you look at there's the show not- yeah, and I and I, I'm, I agree with you. I think you're right. But um, and I haven't read the comics. I, I kind of feel like that character, uh, you know, isn't as I don't feel as attached to him as maybe I would if I read the comics.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. And a lot of people are attached to Glenn. <clears throat> oh shit, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna edit that out. Are um, we?
0: Damn it. No, probably not. <laughs> that means I Just gotta remember do it. this
2: time. Just remember this. I'll um, write it down. So I think a lot of people are attached to characters, but in the same sense. Some characters are going to have to die in order to keep the show progressing and to keep you watching, right? yeah if a character has a monumental death you and you don 't give it to them, when are you going to, and how is it going to make a bigger impact? You know what I mean, so with yeah. this episode, this death through the through the eyeball where the person keeps talking when Denise like finishes her sentence that was taken out of the comic books and <clears throat> That person's death to me in the comics was very, like, you left going, oh, what a character, you know? And, I mean, there's characters in the comic books that are like the show where you go back and forth from liking them to not liking them to liking them. And that was one of those characters. So, to me, I'm just, I'm getting a little upset with the whole on-the-nose bait-and-switch. And And I love the show. I'm still going to continue to watch it, but... I would love to get this story arc over at this point
3: <laughs> because
2: yeah. it's yeah. kind of stressing me out a little bit. It feels well, like we're
1: almost there. We're yeah. almost there.
0: It feels like no, for the last that. well two weeks. Two weeks.
2: No, no, no. You you don't understand. This story arc is going to go all throughout season seven.
1: You well, understand? Well, right? Oh, you. Well, I understand that, but I mean, the death arc here is going to be over mm. soon. And That'll I, be half
2: my stress gone.
1: Yeah, and I just I really
0: personally watching. I agree with you. Like Denise. Taking the bolt uh, feels like it, it. feels like a gut check because I know she's the doctor and one of the only doctors, and she was the replacement doctor already. So yep. to to me, is from a survival point of view, like that's a that's a that's crappy. And Dale and Rosita are both going to have some splaining to do. You know, like that's not good. Uh, and Rick's not going to be happy. And um, I, I sure it it served a purpose, but like. In the comics, when that other character dies that same way, is what he, is what he's saying important more important than what Denise was saying, like because what Denise was saying was basically just seemed like someone who was like high on adrenaline and wanted to get something off their chest,
2: yeah, um and yeah, kind of well, the words were said in the show um, that led to someone else's demise, so um i I do want to ask you guys because i don't want to drag on this too long you you got why i'm upset and i'm, I'm glad you guys kind of understand why and thanks for talking me off a ledge mm. um two episodes left do we see negan i i know one of you said that we we see him in 15
1: i think we see him next episode
2: okay is there another character death in 15 you
1: think I think they're going to pull the punch on the death that happens in 16. Think so? I think they're going to lead up to where we know somebody's going to die, and then they're going to make us wait a week. Yeah. Uh, ugh.
2: Ugh, that'd be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you you just ruined uh, Sunday night for everyone. Um,
1: I so, think that's exactly what they're going to do. I think Not when
2: Lou and I talked a little while ago, I, I said... If you do see Negan in 15, it's going to be a quick little at the end. You just kind of hear his voice and maybe see a quick glimpse of him. Um It'll be the uh, wink
0: and nod, you know, like the like the prison did yeah. at the end of season
2: 2. Yep. I just um d- like Negan's introduction needs to be Negan's actual introduction because that's the most powerful way to present him, I think. Um Yeah. So, what do you think so Carol goes running off, Daryl goes after her? What what kind of episode do we have? Do we have an episode where people are going crazy and Daryl gets kidnapped and that leads to... We have another to, death. You think we have another death?
0: We have another death. You think it's Negan or Savior related? Or zombie related? We haven't had a zombie death in a while.
2: Okay. No, Denise got one before she bit it.
0: Uh, um, oh, no, I meant like someone die by a zombie.
2: Oh, oh, oh like <laughs> getting, getting their throat ripped out by a zombie?
1: Yeah, oh, I guess we have think- had one in... I think we're going to see something happen between Carol and Daryl. Okay. And yeah. there's going to be a choice where one of them is going to have to make a decision. And I think Carol's going to end up having to save Daryl or something.
0: If that's the case, we get the rekindling of the Daryl-Carol relationship. No, I
1: think she's going to die saving him.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I think that they're going to... Because didn't they, like, they had a on-again, off-again a while, relationship. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, broke it off real quick-like. And it was when she was exiled, right? Like, they never really had that.
2: Yeah, and then he fell in love with uh, the young girl there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then she died. Uh, But I think that... uh, That's another point
2: that if if Carol goes, Daryl's he's going to lose. He's losing everything, right? Yeah. He mentioned his brother
0: this episode, too.
2: Yep. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, there's... It's funny that there's only two episodes left, but there is so much possibility out there. Normally, by now, we kind of have it down
1: to a science of what happens and how it happens and where I think it goes. I think they've pulled the they, they've they've pulled the bait and switch so many times now this season that it's almost like they do it every episode. So it's I still think that a particular character is going to die. It's between two people that I think are going to die. But I wouldn't be surprised if all of them die at some point in episode 16.
2: All of the characters you're thinking about, not every character. Yeah.
1: Uh, there's the <laughs> specific death that we're thinking about, right?
2: <clears throat> I cannot... With Negan?
1: Yeah. I think that's going un- to... Th- when that unfolds, there's one of two characters.
2: In two weeks, it's going to be such a sigh of relief to be able to friggin' say what we want to say (laughs) without
0: spoiling anything. We can say it after we we finish recording. It's almost like we need a separate episode where it's like, all right, spoilers for everything. If we wanted to say the ending to Episode 7 of Star Wars, we can do it. This is a fair and equal and safe place where we can spoil anything and everything. So, yeah, and the last thing I want to say, too, is uh,
2: I've been talking to a few people, you know, friends, family, um... Uh, one person I was talking to in particular uh, today was my brother, and I said, "Hey, brother," and uh, we were talking about The Walking Dead. And I go, "What do you think of this season?" And he goes, "I hope Rick Grimes doesn't die." <laughs> and I said, "Why is that?" And he goes, "Because he's my favorite character." And you talk to someone else, and they're like, "I really, I can't take it if Daryl dies," you know. And then someone else starts talking. They're like, oh, I can't. I don't want, uh, you know, Glenn or Maggie or Carol to die. Everyone's got such favorite characters. I almost think that no matter who dies in this season, next season, whatever, people are going to be pretty upset. (laughs) Well, not not only that, but I
1: will say right now, I don't have a favorite character. I am okay with anybody that they want to kill off.
2: My favorite character is Negan. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Um, my actual favorite character is
1: why are brown just the way shit
2: is <laughs> that's the only reason why you can't kill abraham we need more quotes um at least for another season but it's it's funny to me though that we're just there's so much invested interest in so many different characters that you know, one person could feel one way about a character, and another person could just completely feel the opposite way, and not want something different to happen to a different character. It's almost a, a tricky position for the writers, you know, mm-hmm. to to really feel like which whose death has the most impact, right? And we haven't had a main character death yet, right? We had Denise, but you know, all the reports that were out there were saying that you know, from this point on, we don't all survive and i hope they're not talking about denise because we need we need something bigger than that negan needs to make a big entrance Mm -hmm. so i think we could see a death in 15 and i think we could see another death in 16 i do i don't know if it'll happen i think lou's right 15 will lead up to the events of 16 but on the same sense 15 could cause a death at the beginning which could lead up to the events of 16 and then another death but not to the very end of the episode
0: but and that's the thing is that they've stated that this back half of the season is going to be very bloody and and you know it has been bloody but it's been it's been trickles you know yeah. and yeah, except for the premiere where you know a good chunk of people died but uh, yeah. I, I, those were all like secondary characters introduced in the last year like whenever a new character gets introduced the chances of them being you know brought up into the main stable of characters is very slim uh and i think when they say a bloody season and and again it's a tv show folks this is going to sound morbid but when it's when it's a bloody season that means that people we that have been around a long time pass away you know denise i wouldn't consider denise you know a very a big death in the show it's it's it sucks what was the last
2: what was the last big death tyrese
0: Uh, uh, yeah i guess um is tyrese this season man i have a real problem i I think think it was the beginning half of this
2: season right or was it the end of last season? I think it was the end of last season. The end, it was end of last season. Yeah. Noah, yeah, Noah. Noah was tough to watch, actually. Yeah, uh, but
0: wasn't that last season as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> this season has been very like it hasn't been friendly to the new peeps, you know. No, not and really. uh, I think that we're we're coming ever closer to some some season one or two se- uh, character deaths. Like it's happening.
2: Yeah, it's going to be tough to watch, but
0: you know, like us, uh, we know that you guys love,
2: love, love speculating what happens in The Walking Dead. So um, we should, you know, what we should do a contest. I just thought of this. We should do a contest. We should have writers, writers. We should have listeners write in, maybe not by mail, by by electronic write in, and uh, pick who they think is going to die, if anyone, at the end of this season. And I will think of a prize in the next ten minutes. <laughs> perfect.
0: Why don't, we can announce the prize next uh,
2: next. Episode. We'll, we'll announce. Yeah, you guys write in. We're going to announce a prize next episode and see who wins.
0: Okay. Perfect.
2: So, Ryan, mm-hmm. let's get into the wrap up, buddy. Perfect.
0: All right, let's wrap up the show. Uh, all right, is the finale is ninety minutes. You heard that in my voice. I was going to skip it actually. I was going to be strong and skip it, but no, let's uh, let's get in the wrap up. First of all, I want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com/zombiesate my podcast. If you go there now, you'll notice the beautiful new design that Patreon has enabled. Nothing much has changed, it just looks cool. So, <laughs> patreoncom Eight my podcast. Thank you patrons. If you're listening on Alpha Geek, thank you for listening on Alpha Geek. Go check them out. We are on the 24-hour stream channel 3 when there isn't a live show, which is isn't often. They're pretty busy. But if you yeah. want to catch us live, it's Wednesday nights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and that's a fun time. Visit our website, ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com. Email us, info at ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com, with your prediction about who will die and win a prize that Bob will figure out and let mm-hmm. everybody know about. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Plus, one us on Google+. Check out our YouTube. All those links are on our handy-dandy website. If you want to follow individual hosts, you can find myself at R. Murphy, Lou at BusyZombieLord, and Bob at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. Thank you, Joel Duggan. You can find more of his stuff at joelduggan.com.
2: A dot com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Go check out joelduggan.com. He's got a lot of great stuff and a lot of great artwork. Dude is talented. I tell you that much, way more talented than me. You look at his artwork and it's uh the feeling of the billowy curtain, catching the breeze some
3: days and straight up bliss. Mmm. Mm.
2: Lou Page, any last words before we get out of here? No, guess not. He's he's quiet tonight. Yeah. I thought I, I can't stop the episode until he I says forgot, something.
1: I, I was coughing and I forgot to unmute my mic.
0: That could have been your last word.
2: Yeah. Lou Page, hey, any last words for the episode? Uh,
1: don't bite anybody in the penis. Oh, that's sound advice.
2: Incoming bad zombie joke. I have a dick joke. I'm just kidding. I don't. <sighs> hey, Ryan. What? What did the zombie's ex say when she wouldn't stop calling him? Bite me. You're dead to me.
0: Uh, (laughs) It's true.